We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to this episode of Drinks with Binks, where we take things to the baseball diamond for the first time in a while and chat with former New York Yankee, New York Mets, Cincinnati Reds, Chicago White Sox, Pittsburgh Pirate, and now current Olympian Todd Frazier. We talk about his expectations for Tokyo 2020, facing his former teammate Masahiro Tanaka on Team Japan, and how he feels about the Astros cheating scandal four years later. Hint. He's not over it, nor should he be. We're sipping on a couple of wobbly pops talking about America's pastime. This is Drinks with Binks. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks, and I'm so thrilled today to be able to welcome in our first professional baseball player since we had New York Yankees first baseman Luke Voigt on the show. You may remember that was like a, felt like a hundred years ago, but it was still during the pandemic where we had lots of wonderful scotch. Well, our guest today was a member of the New York Yankees, also the Mets, the Reds the White Sox, the Pirates, and now he adds Team USA Baseball to his illustrious resume. None other than the Todd father. I'd like to raise a toast to Todd Frazier joining the show. Congratulations on making the Olympics. Thank you very much. And I got my signature beer here for it. So we'll cheers to that. I got to know about the signature beer. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, Tom Driver Brewery, right down the street from me, uh, they just came about a couple years ago and they said, hey, Let's make some noise here and get a, a Todd Father beer. And I went through the whole distillery and taste test and all that kind of stuff. And this is the first one of its kind. Uh, pretty cool can. It's a Pilsner 5.2 alcohol volume. And um, it sold out in the first day, which is pretty cool. A third of the proceeds go to um, kids with special needs. Uh, the Tom River Field of Dreams, which I'm part of as well, for kids to get out with special needs, old and young. And... Uh, you know, we're, we're doing some big things here in Tom River, and hopefully somebody can enjoy this on a summer night. So it's pretty sweet. That's great. You've got a beer and you're also doing something to help the community. And yes. it's already sold out. That's incredible. Yes. Um, well, I wish we were able to have that. But unfortunately, we got this Labatt's over here, <laughs> a little Canadian action. But you're going to the Olympics, which is absolutely incredible on so many different levels. 
Just how do you feel? I, I'm ecstatic. I mean, I'm working out every day. I, I still talk to the guys on the team. It's it's crazy to think uh, you could bring 26 uh, phenomenal baseball players together and have no clue about each other. Maybe a couple guys know from playing with each other. And um, come together as one. You play for your country, and uh, lo and behold, we're going to Tokyo. I, I kept telling the guys, listen, this is bigger than us. Let's just keep playing the game, keep enjoying it. And, um, you know, for example, we got a guy like Eddie Alvarez who, ha- who had a silver medal in speed skating uh, going back. I mean, I, I can see the tears in his eyes. So it- it's-, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, well, there's so many things I want to ask you about that. But with Eddie Alvarez, it is so fascinating. The fact that he did win a silver medal in 2014 in short track speed skating at the Winter Olympics. Now he's going back to the Olympics for baseball. What has he maybe said about what the Olympic experience is like? Yeah, briefly, he, he told us about the village, how cool um, it's going to be with all the athletes together, getting to know other athletes, uh, girls and boys, and um, the interactions that they have. He said it's the coolest thing in the world, and you get to ask questions like how they train and you know how they prepare, and uh, hopefully we get to go watch a couple of them because he said – he saw, you know, a bunch of uh, figure skating stuff and uh, hockey and all that kind of stuff. He said, you know, take away all the gear you can get, you know, be ready, bring an extra bag just for that. So it's going to be exciting. I know we're going to be in that sort of bubble area, but hopefully the restrictions will let us, um, you know, go out and watch a few events. I'm into gymnastics. My wife was a gymnast and uh, to see Simone Biles live would be pretty cool. Yeah, I was just going to ask you what event you'd want to see because baseball you know, typically, well, since 2008, hasn't been an Olympic sport, and it's not really one of those sports you think of as being at the Olympics. But, of course, Japan, it is absolutely massive there. Team Japan is going to be yeah. featuring one of your old teammates, Masahiro Tanaka. What do you think about going up against him in his native country? I'm excited just because I read a quote he did the other day and said, we're, we're winning gold. So he's basically putting his foot down and, you know, a little, little smack talk. So I got to text him here in the next couple of days and tell him, hey, remember, uh, you know, I, I used to hit against you too, big boy. So we'll, we'll see what happens. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, when we get on that field, man, we're not going to be friends that day. So, you know, they're, they're, they're smart about what they do. They stop their major leagues. They get their best 24 athletes or baseball players and uh, they come together. But uh, we got the grit, we got the toughness, and, uh, you know, we got the swagger. So uh, we're USA. We put that shirt on back. We're going to be pretty excited to play. Yeah, I like when you say that grit and that toughness because I listened to the athletic baseball podcast that you were on, and I found it so fascinating when you talked about just when you guys won the game to qualify for the Olympics, how, you know, you didn't really have any video or analytics on the teams that you're facing, and manager Mike Socho was just like, go out there and hit the ball. And it's it. Can you describe sort of like the difference of playing in this environment versus, you know, a a game seven for the Yankees? You know, it's sort of like Sandlot baseball, to be honest, per se. You know, like I said, you bring these guys together. You don't know much about the other players. I mean, you might have faced them here and there. But what are you really going to remember from the minor leagues when you've been playing in big leagues for so long? So get a bat in your hand, go up there, you know, rub, you know, your cleats in the dirt. 
go out there and try and win the game. Because you know when you're playing Sandlot, if you lose, you're not going to be playing that many games that day. So, um, you know, backyard baseball, let's dominate the day. And uh, who cares? I mean, that's that's how I go by. I've always been a hitter. I don't really need to see video that much. I'm, a, I'm just a guy that goes up there. I'm more visual. If I see the ball, I'm just wondering how is it. Is it sinking, running? Is it straight? And let's go. And, you know, worry about that when it comes. I think there's a little too much of that going on. Analytics are good in certain ways, but most of the time, uh, it's just for talk if you want the truth. Yeah, it is kind of just stripping it down to the bare bones of going out there and, and hitting the ball. And for your clubhouse, you guys have such a, a unique mix. And you'd mentioned that with Japan, they stopped their league and so that they have the best players going to be competing. But for MLB, you know, they keep playing. And for Team USA Baseball, you have a mixture of vets. Yeah. You know, yourself, you've got Matt Kemp and Edwin Jackson and, um, you know, Homer Bailey, all these guys. And then these, like, guys that have maybe haven't had a real taste of the majors yet or maybe never will. You don't know. Yeah. What's the what's the clubhouse vibe like? Oh, it's, it's great. It's great. You know, they they call all of us, the guys that you just said, they're, they're calling us the old men and uh, making fun of us for the song choices uh, that we listen to on the bus. I'm yelling at them to change the the radio station. I don't understand the rap the the rap they listen to. It's just it's nonsense to me. I, I whatever we we have a good time. It's uh you know after games we're having a few cocktails like we're here having now and uh, playing some cards. And uh, I'm trying to teach these young kids that you know don't don't mess with the bull, you know, because I've been doing these card games for a long time. So you want to you want to mm-hmm. save your you know your tokens for uh, maybe somebody else. So we're just yeah we have a great time. Uh, we came together really quick as as a good unit, and uh, we got some stud young guys. These guys top prospects. You know I want to let them know. Listen, this because this is my third go around playing for a USA team. This one is probably the biggest one, most definitely. And you have to give it your all from first pitch to last pitch. And you're going to be downright exhausted after every game because the crowd's going to be crazy. Every pitch, uh, you're going to be yelling at the umpires, this and that, and everything that goes with it. And, um, you know, it's, it's totally different, but it's so much fun. And uh, these young guys got some power, man. It's fun to watch them batting practice. Yeah, that is really fascinating. And, you know, Todd, you really emanate just a, a real excitement. It almost feels... You know, it's like your first day at school, your, maybe your first game in the majors or something like that. And I love seeing that because you've had already just such a, an incredible career. This year alone, you know, I heard it on that podcast that you were on. But if you can explain to everyone, you went from playing with the Pirates to then now playing with Team USA in a very short period of time. Also, we were dealing with the pandemic. Maybe some fans, maybe not some fans. This whole year has been just like two years has been a bit crazy. Take me through like how you've how you've dealt with everything and how you feel through this sort of you know roller coaster in a way. Yeah, it's it's been difficult, you know, to be honest. You know, you I was looking for a team, um, and it, it took a while to finally figure to find a team out, and it came down to two teams, and the Pirates were basically the best team, to be honest with you, and they were uh, graciously enough to, to have me on their team. But I got sent, you know, they they basically released me out of spring training. I'm looking for a team after that, and um, nobody wanted me after that, so I went back to the Pirates, and I'm um, like, you know, this is my best bet. I know the coaches got called up, sent me down after a guy got injured. I was going to play his position. I felt great about the whole situation. That's the nature of the beast. Um, you know, sent me away. It was, it was, a, it was, you know, left a little bad blood inside, but, you know, things happen for a reason. I had a week to prepare, and an hour later after I got released, Paul Seiler, CEO of USA, calls me up. We still want you. I said, I'm coming. I'll be there in a week. 
the rest was history. So um, they always have, I always have a plan B. I always look to have a backup plan. And luckily, everything happened uh, that, at that time. Yeah, luckily you were able to fall back on going to the Olympics in this particular yes. year. Not too shabby, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we have had a great start here on Drinks with Banks with Todd Frazier, guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll have a whole lot more on the other side. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Luke Voigt, and I had drinks with Vinks. Welcome back into Drinks with Banks. I'm JSB, joined by baseball player Todd Frazier. We're drinking a little beer. you got to put, put yours up, too, yeah. There so it's are. not just me getting <laughs> hammered while I talk to you. Mm-hmm. Not a bad concept, but... No, mm. not at all. We got some Tom's River beer there as well. Uh, and just uh, quickly before we get into a little bit more about your career, but the fact that, you know, 1998 Tom's River team won the Little League World Series against Japan. And in a way, does it feel as though everything's sort of coming full circle with you going to Japan and maybe beating Japan? Yeah, pretty pretty much. I think that would be the icing on the cake, you know, besides, you know, I wish I won a World Series. But at the same time, uh, imagine playing them in the finals and, uh, you know, maybe one of those guys was on that team. So, I mean, it would be pretty, uh, it would be pretty impressive. Um, to finish off, you know, my career, maybe, hopefully not. I get to play in major leagues again, but, you know, to finish off with a gold medal and beating Japan again, that would be uh, awesome, you know, and I'd be reminiscent if I didn't say my cousin, my nephew, I should say, he's 12 years old now. His team has a really good shot of making it to Williamsport here. They have some studs and uh, Tom Jarese, Little League, watch out, they're coming. So we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll put that one on the radar. So just quickly, you're, you're hoping maybe – Maybe a gold medal in Tokyo could be a boost toward teams that are looking to add some depth to their roster. Without a doubt. You know, and honestly, I thought, you know, because I had some of the best five games I've played in, uh, in a couple of years. You know, I, another team would be calling, but nothing happened. So uh, I'll just go out there and dominate again, win a gold medal. And if something happens uh, to make a playoff push for somebody, that would be even better. You know, it would be even sweeter. So, uh I'll just keep on doing what I'm doing, and uh, that's all I can ask myself. I love it. Well, speaking of playoff pushes back in 2017, you know, you guys were with the Yankees, a part of uh, the infamous Astros cheating scandal that, um, you know, they ended up winning the World Series that year. When you kind of look back on that moment, what kind of feelings 
do you have, you know, years later? Yeah, um, disappointment, you know, wish we could have won. Um, not happy about, you know, what they did, honestly. Um, you know, it's uh, frustration. Uh, I'm still upset about it. And I know all those guys, guys are too, because that was a really good chance for us. Uh, we knew we had the better team, and I, I still think we did. Um, and, um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. That was my – like I said, right after, I said that could have been my only shot of making it to the World Series, and basically it was. So, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, those guys are going to have to live with for the rest of their lives. I think they got off scotch-free. Uh, I think Manfred didn't didn't do a really good job of what he what what was supposed to be done. You know, you got guys like Pete Rose, who uh, has it's been over 25, 30 years of him betting on baseball. You know, give the guy a break. But you give you let these guys off with a slap on the wrist. And that's that um, frustrated. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really not fair at the end of the day. So uh, what are you going to do? Can't do anything about it now. Yeah, I mean, how could you not be upset with that moment, especially with the fact that it could lead you, could have led you to a World Series. So, uh, yeah, I can't imagine what that feeling is like. Yeah. In, in terms of MLB now, they're cracking down on substances that pitchers have been using. Um, and, and Tyler Glasnow was saying that, like, the sunscreen he was using um, actually led to injury by not using it. So yeah. what do you think about using these substances like banned substances do you think there should be any kind of substances being able to be used for pitchers yeah i think they need you know and this is this is a big problem with mlb they're worrying about some stuff that honestly they shouldn't you know shouldn't even be going close to they they need to worry about other things in baseball you know besides sticky stuff i think pitchers need it i think honestly if they came together the smart thing would be coming together getting one substance that they know these pitchers can use so they don't you're going to see a lot more guys getting hit by pitches you're going to see guys with injuries like tyler glass no i I, you know honestly i think guys need some kind of you know sticky sticky substance you know nothing you know not pine tar or something crazy on that level but there's got to be a happy medium for these guys because the balls are slick even if you rub them up at the end of the day as they as they dry out over the course of the games or the day you know, they're going to be slicker. And honestly, mm-hmm. people worried about, you know, spin rate and all that kind of stuff. Listen, they're still going to throw hard. Uh, is it going to be more effective? You know, yeah, of hurting people at the end of the day. So I'm looking out for people's health. And uh, another thing of MLB, just, just trying to be crazy about the situations here. There's got to be a substance where every pitcher can say, hey, here, here's this. This is the only thing you can use and, and go from there. So yeah. I think there's got to be a happy medium. Make it uniform across the league. Yeah. see that. Okay, so um, one quick question before we go to break. You played for both the Yankees and the Mets. The Mets are doing very well in the NL East. The Yankees not doing so great in the AL East. Who do you think wins a World Series next of the two? <laughs> That's a, you're putting me on the spot there. Um, honestly, oh, yeah. I, I think the Yankees will be just fine. That's the ebbs and flows of the season. I think the Mets are on their way. I think they're getting closer. Um, if I had to choose one right now, I would go, oh boy, I would go with the Yankees, I think, right now. Uh, I think, um, you know, with the injuries the Mets have, I think that's really tough to say that they're going to win, especially having 16 injuries to start the year. Um, and I love I love both teams, but if I, if I had to pick one right now, I think the Yankees have, have the best shot. I think they'll be just fine. I think the Mets will be fine, too, as well. I would love a Subway Series and uh, make me look good at the end of the day of my decision. Yes, I know. It just feels like the Yankees, like they usually 
figure it out to a point at least. Yeah. And then with the Mets, it's like they just combust. They're like always just gonna just ruin it at the last second. Sorry to Danielle who works on our staff and is a big Mets fan. Um, I'm a Blue Jays fan and we got we got Vladdy, so that's, that's all it. we got. Um, you know what we got here? We've got a whole lot more with Todd Frazier here on Drinks with Binks. We'll be back after this quick little timeout. Welcome back to Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks, and we've got future Olympian for Team USA, Todd Frazier, with us here today. So we are going to be playing um, an Olympic game. It's Todd Frazier's Olympics. Boom, 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 boom. Don't worry, I won't sing the Olympic song because we don't have the right set. <laughs> uh, so we have gold, silver, and bronze for each topic. You got that? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we got. Rank your choices of Greatest Yankees of all time, gold, silver, and bronze, Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, and Mickey Mantle. Oh, man. I'm going to go with gold, Babe Ruth, silver, Mickey Mantle, uh, bronze, Lou Gehrig. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all medal. That's, I think that's the biggest <laughs> That's a tough own. one there. I, listen, Babe Ruth is a beast eating hot dogs before games and still hitting three home runs. I mean, you can't not have him as number one and drinking beer like we're doing right now. I mean, I don't know how, how they do it. Mickey Mantle, phenomenal. Luke, ah, God, those last two are tough, but I, I would always go with Babe Ruth as number one. Okay, Sultan Swat gets numero uno. Okay, greatest Mets of all time, gold, silver, or bronze? Tom Seaver, David Wright, Jacob DeGrom. Well, oh man, I would, I'm, I'm, Jacob DeGrom is going to be the best Met of all time, that's for sure. So I'm going to give him the gold. I'm going to go, oh man, I will go with David Wright, then, then, uh, then uh, Tom Seaver. So, uh, I give David the slight edge there, just because he's a hitter. I got to give the edge to the hitter. There. You can't give two pitchers, in my opinion. And uh, balance it out a bit. Yeah, balance it out. Well, Degrom's been hitting real well too. I know he's got year. a better average than me, so uh, that's saying <laughs> that's saying a lot. <laughs> well, maybe hopefully he'll uh, he'll be able to join Team USA soon. They won't. Yeah, not. <laughs> exactly. We've got uh, greatest Frasers. Um, Jeff Frazier. Charlie Frazier, <laughs> Frazier Crane. What was the last one? Gold, silver, bronze. Frazier Crane from the hit show Frazier. Yes. Played by Kelsey Grammer. So Jeff Frazier, Charlie Frazier, and Fra oh man, that's unbelievable. So you got both my brothers in there. Um, yep. I mean, listen. Last pick. Which brother <laughs> is better? I'm going to go with Frazier Crane as gold, okay? Just because. <laughs> I, I'll get some heat for this. Um, silver, since, and this is the only reason I'm giving him silver, because he threw to me really well in the home run derby, my oldest brother, Charlie. And I'll go bronze with my brother, Jeff. He was my hype man. He's, uh, you know, he'll take it. You know, he'll be fine with that. So I'll do, yes. that's how I'll do it. Well, I mean, hey, that, that home run derby turned out pretty well for you, so. No doubt. Best Sinatra songs. Ooh. Gold, silver, bronze. Fly me to the moon. Gold. New York, New York. My way. I'm gonna go my way as silver and New York, New York third as the bronze. Um, I love all those songs, but um, 
I've I've heard it. I've heard New York a lot when I used to go to the Yankees. Well, I played for Yankees a lot. So fly me to the moon. Um, that's my walkout song for years on end. So I got to give that the goal. Just gets it. Gets the. You know, and I'll give you a quick backstory quickly. My grandma used to play these songs back in the day at her house. I used to I used to despise them and say, "Grandma, come on, play some upbeat music." And eventually, she said, "She said, Toddy, stop." She used to call me Toddy. She said, "Toddy." You know, no more. Shut you know, shut your mouth. No more. We listen to this music and eventually it's like a fine wine. It just it just just hit and I loved every second of it. And then she passed away and now it reminds me of my family and um back in the day when I was young. It was pretty pretty neat. Oh, I love that. That's a really yeah. nice story. And I guess you probably won't have a walk up song at the Olympics. It'd be pretty cool. I mean, maybe do it in Japanese. I think that remind uh fly me to the moon in Japanese. I'll I'll ask. We'll, we'll see yeah. what happens. You ask, ask, ask uh, the IOC, Thomas Bach, see if you yeah. can get a walk-up song there. I mean, I'll help. I'll push for that too. We need to get we need to get the crab pumped up. The because there's going to be a crab. We found that out today. Oh really? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ten thousand people. Holy! All right. Now so. I'm I'm more excited now. Let's go. Yeah. They're all going to be cheering not for you. <laughs> for <laughs> they listen. Listen. There might listen. There might be a hundred people there that are representing us you know you never know okay we got to go to break but we'll have a whole lot more time Frazier on the other side don't go anywhere guys subscribe on youtube and follow us on all social media at fubo sports Guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking here with professional baseball player Todd Frazier, who is heading to the Olympics. Todd, where can we find everything you're doing next? Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Flavor Frazier, F-R-A-Z-2-1. You know, I'm posting stuff about my kids, um, baseball, my newest adventures. You know, I talked about my beer already and... uh, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm just following my, my oldest. He's, he made his first all-star team, eight and under. Um, my Like I said, my nephew, again, is trying to dominate and get to Williamsport. It's their best year coming up. And um, that's it, man. Uh, that's pretty much me. And I, I'm just living every day of the moment and pinching myself every day, knowing I'm going to be an Olympian. I think that's a pretty, pretty cool thing to say, uh, win, lose, or draw. But we're trying to go out there and win the gold for sure. Well, we are very thankful for you joining us here on the show today. We wish you all the best luck. Hopefully, you can come back on the show with the gold medal and tell us what it was like to be at one of the most unique experiences in the history of life, and especially the Olympics during this time. So thank you so much. And guys, you know where to find this episode if you want to rewatch it or any of our other episodes on YouTube at Fubo Sports. And until next time, bottoms up, bitches. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.